Well, good morning. Uh, if I haven't met you this morning, my name is Aaron. I'm the teaching pastor here. I want to say thank you to those who prayed for me last week. I got to teach at one of our partner churches down in Logan, Ohio, First Baptist Church down there, and that was a great time. Uh, just really appreciate their partnership these last few years in starting this church. But you're here this morning because you came to see a kids program. And they told me a couple weeks ago in preparing for this, they said, Pastor Aaron, you need to buy us just a little bit of time because we got to make sure all the kids are dressed, that everybody's in position, and that they can get out here uh, in a reasonable time. And so uh, they gave me about 10 minutes just to share with you this morning. And I'm not going to necessarily preach today. So set your stopwatch. I saw a few of you just check your watches. That's fine. Um, I've been thinking so much. This is our last Sunday in person of 2021. Um, next week, we're doing all online since Christmas Eve falls on a Friday. And I've been thinking about a couple of verses these last couple of weeks in Psalm 145, verses 4 through 7. Let me read this to you. It says this, David writes that one generation will declare your works to the next and will proclaim your mighty acts. He says, I will speak of your splendor and your glorious majesty and your wondrous works, and they will proclaim the power of your awe-inspiring acts, and I will declare your greatness. And then I love verse 7. He says, and they will give a testimony of your great goodness and will joyfully sing of your righteousness. And I've read that, those verses over and over these past couple of weeks, reflecting back on 2021 for our church. And I, the phrase that keeps coming to mind is that we've just been lavished with the abundant grace of God these last, this last year. I mean, some of the things that I just wrote down, and I want to share these with you, just to, to brag on Jesus and what he's done in our midst this, week, this past year. So one thing that God allowed us to start this year, and this is going to sound so silly, and you're going to think, why are we celebrating this? But we need to celebrate this. Y'all know this is the first year in the history of our four-year-old church that we've had a cleaning team? Like, you think, like, why is that a big deal? Here's the thing about a church cleaning team, and I'm so thankful for Erica Hill and her stepping up and leading that team. A cleaning team is one of those things in a local church that if they didn't show up, you would know that they weren't here. But they're the behind-the-scene heroes of this church. And you might one of the crazy things is before we had a cleaning team, you know who did all the cleaning around here? Me and Pastor Joe, and he doesn't do a great job, all right? <laughs> I'm so thankful that we had someone step up this year and said, you know what, I can lead a team of, of eight or nine people to make sure our church is prepared and ready for worship multiple times a week, every single month. That's incredible. Um, I was thinking, you all remember just like two months ago when we baptized Diamond? Uh, Scott, our intern, his, his buddy Diamond, a former atheist, and he came to faith in Jesus, and we got to baptize him right there. I, I was thinking about the, how amazing our First Impressions team is, led by Andy and Ashlyn Hundley. One of my favorite things in the world, and I know it's your favorite too, is when you come to church on Sunday, and he couldn't be here this morning because he wasn't feeling well, but when you walk in the door and there's a gentleman by the name of Mark James there almost every week with a giant smile on his face and he wants to shake your hand. I, can you imagine if Mark wasn't there with us? I mean, that's just the amazingness of a, a first impression team. Uh, I was thinking about our new members that have been coming to church this last year, friends like Steve and Beth and Rod and Beth and Sixto and his family and all these new people that God has brought in our midst. And one of those, which is amazing to me, Rod and Beth Keaton, they found us through our, our radio program on secular radio. If y'all didn't know that, we're played every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock on 93.3. So you get to hear right now, if you tune in at 7.55, you'll hear Santa Claus is coming to town. Then you'll hear my voice for about 25 minutes. And then you'll hear... Probably Santa Claus is coming to town. I don't know what comes after that. We're, we're, I mean, we're on secular radio, and, and people are part of our church now because God opened up that door 
And now people are hearing the gospel. Check this out. I got this email this morning, and I wanted to read this to you. It's from a lady. Her name is Cheryl. And she said, sent this to our church email. She said, hey, I found your church three weeks ago on the radio. She said, and I just, all capitals, love, 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 love the service. She said, I can't wait for each week to come. She said, I haven't been able to find a church or a service that makes me feel like this one does. And then in all caps again, thank you so much. I mean, it matters. And that happened this past year. A couple more things I was thinking of. You all remember a couple months ago when our kids ministry served on Sunday morning and kids were involved in the life of this congregation. Uh, we preached through the books of Philippians, Proverbs, and Galatians this past year. Uh, first two weeks of 2022, we've got two brand new preachers that are joining the lineup of our preaching team here at Living Hope Columbus in the new year, John Drown and Seth Murphy. We're raising up a next generation of pastors and leaders. I mean, God's been so kind and gracious to this congregation, and I want to share a couple other things, too, and I'm going to go ahead and ask uh, whoever our volunteer is that's going to get our kids' ministry prepped and ready. It's going to be good, y'all. If you want to go ahead and let them know, they've got a couple more minutes if they want to get ready, Scott, or whoever's doing that, if you can let them know. Um, on the mission side of things, and y'all know my heart beats for missions. Um, I believe that's, that's why the local church exists, to equip the saints, but also to equip us for the work of the ministry. That's very biblical. And so I believe that the local church needs to be involved in missions. So uh, this year, we had our largest big give ever in the four-year history of our church, almost $23,000 raised to send out for missions. We had our largest food collection for the Stowe Mission in the history of our church, 1,083 items that were sent to the Stowe Mission to feed those who might not have had a meal this year. We did a family fun day back, I think, in May. People, listen, to just like think of these words. <laughs> We had 45 Muslims in our church to play on bounce houses. Like, what church does that? But God opened up that door, and we were actually able to take two of them right over to the Finding Hope Center to get them a TV and an office chair and share the gospel right by the garage door with those two Muslim men. Incredible. Think about this past year with our Finding Hope Center. I mean, I, I was telling somebody the story of the Finding Hope Center about three weeks ago. And one of the crazy things about the Finding Hope Center, if you were a member at the time, and you remember when we called a family meeting in this room, we'd been in this building less than eight months, and we called all of our members together, and we had this crazy dream to open up a free furniture store for those who were in need in Northwest Columbus. And one of the main questions we kept getting was, how are we going to pay for it? I don't know. We're going to try to raise the money. And by God's grace, we raised over $30,000 in 22 days to start that thing. We've received grants from our denomination to keep it open. And this past year, you've been able to help dozens and dozens of families from all over the world, literally, that God has brought to our backyard so that we could share the gospel with them. Just a few weeks ago, I can't remember if I told you, I was on a delivery with Miss Carla and uh, Miss Marisol, who's back in Peru temporarily right now. And we were able to share the gospel in the living room of an Indian family who were practicing Hindus, asking us if we wanted to see their God. And then we got to share with them about our God. Just this past week, we were invited to bring some furniture to an Afghan refugee family. They've been here less than three months. Think about that. Four months ago, they were living in Afghanistan. They were allies of our United States military. The man was 72 years old, and his retirement was on the horizon. And almost in an instant, he lost it all. 
Now he's in an apartment in Dublin, Ohio, wandering around going, what's next for my family? He's got two children under the age of six, or three under the age of six years old. Can you imagine? 72 years old. His first wife had passed away. He remarried and had three more kids. He thought they would be set up when he was still in Afghanistan, but now with everything that had occurred, he had to press restart on his life. And because of your generosity, we were able to take them brand new furniture and furnish an apartment where they were literally sitting on pillows. And that's all that they had in there. And here's what was crazy. As we were sitting in there, and they were so kind and gracious to us, as we were hearing their story through a translator, they spoke Persian. We were hearing their story, and Pastor Joe went back into one of their rooms to take some measurements for them for a bed frame that they were going to (laughs) need. And the gentleman in Persian told Pastor Joe, he said, I don't quite understand why you guys are loving strangers so well. To which Joe said, well, as Christians, we love because Christ first loved us. We know that scripture verse. And the gentleman responded in this way. He said, you know, I don't believe that based on what my Quran says, but I'm seeing that in action right now. It matters. Y'all, this has been an incredible year for Living Hope Columbus. And God's kindness, I, I, you hear me quote Ephesians 3.20 all the time, Jesus doing immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. We see that over and over in this church. And I'm so excited for this next year to see what God does, not only in-house, but also through our mission efforts out of here as well, as we try to take Jesus anywhere and everywhere to anyone that'll listen to us about him. Let me pray for us. And we're going to transition into our kids program here in just a few moments. God, thank you so much for us just being able to celebrate like the psalm writer in Psalm 145, declaring the greatness of our God, declaring your wondrous works. And God, thank you for your kindness, allowing us to have a front row seat to some of the things that you have chosen to do through this local body of believers. And God, we pray that you would continue to keep us under your hand. God, continue to move in a miraculous way among us. Continue to do things around us, Lord, that it's so obvious that you've done it and only you deserve the glory and credit for it. Lord, we've seen you do incredible things these last few years. And Father, we ask that you would continue to do that in our midst. We love you so much, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray these things. Amen.